one ride or one competition is not worth potentially doing permanent damage to your horse's lungs. Welcome back to another episode of Strong in the Saddle. I'm your host Katrina and today we are talking about wildfire smoke and horses because for the past week here in Alberta it feels like we're in a campfire. I feel like I've been camping for an entire week because all I can smell is smoke and the reason I want to talk about this today is because as horse owners, we need to be very much aware of the potential consequences of wildfire smoke because they are not insignificant. One of the most significant concerns when it comes to wildfire smoke and horses is its impact on their respiratory system, so their lungs. Horses rely heavily on their lungs for oxygen intake and their overall health. And when they're exposed to things like the pollutants that are in wildfire smoke, their respiratory system can be extremely impacted. The fine particles in smoke, they can actually penetrate deep into your horse's respiratory tract and yeah, this can lead to things like irritation, inflammation, and just overall compromised lung capacity, lung function. And I don't know about you, but that sounds terrible. Like I said, for the past week, it's been smoky here and all I can smell is smoke. And I feel like I can't take a full breath and like my lungs are functioning fine, but it just feels like I, I'm not getting enough oxygen and it feels constricting. And if your horse is exposed to that long enough, there will be long-term effects that could impair their ability to function optimally, to perform optimally for the rest of their life. And that's a huge deal, you guys. This is not something to be taken lightly. Young horses, older horses, and horses with pre-existing respiratory conditions, so think like things like heaves or asthma, are especially vulnerable to the effects of wildfire smoke, but all horses, regardless of age, health conditions, are susceptible to the negative impacts of wildfire smoke. But those with pre-existing conditions or young horses, older horses, they're they're already kind of behind the eight ball when it comes to their respiratory function and so they're gonna really struggle with this additional stress and irritation that comes from smoke exposure especially if it's for a prolonged period of time respiratory symptoms in horses that are exposed to smoke i think most of us are going to kind of recognize what that would look like so it would be things like coughing, wheezing, their respiratory rate, so their breathing rate will go up, nasal discharge, they might have just like overall labored breathing, like it's, they're struggling to breathe. Um, if you're exercising them, which we'll get to that later, you should not be exercising your horse at certain smokiness levels, but if, if you are riding them or working them, they might have an impaired 
performance level and just overall respiratory distress. So that's kind of, I think most of us, when we think what would be the impacts of breathing in smoke, I think we could all probably figure out that list, but it's definitely, these are the things to watch out for. If your horse is experiencing these things, you need to be taking action. And these symptoms, they're gonna all obviously vary in how severe or how prominent they show up in your horse. Some horses might just have maybe some teary eyes from some eye irritation from the smoke. Other horses, they might be coughing and really having a hard time with just breathing even at a state of rest. So it's definitely gonna be horse dependent. And that is why knowing what is normal for your horse is very, very important. So when it's not smoky, taking things like their normal resting heart rate, their normal respiratory rate, and keeping those numbers on hand so that you know this is their normal. And then when it deviates from that, you can be like, okay, something's off, I need to do something, maybe I need to call my vet, something, but at least you're knowing like, hey, we're getting outside of normal. So over this period of time when it's been really smoky, I've been using my weather app because it does have an air quality index rating on there and so I was monitoring that prior to any time I was potentially going to ride my horses during this smoky week. One of my coworkers had mentioned that if the air quality health index, which I'll get into what that's all about, if it's a seven or higher, that her child's baseball games and baseball practices were canceled. And so I kind of thought that was probably a good rule of thumb. So if it was a seven or higher, I was not going to ride my horse. And so that's what I did. And the highest that we got up to was an 11, which it was kind of funny because I thought that the index only went up to 10 and then I saw an 11 and I'm like, oh, it's really bad. And it was really bad, but just when you have it in your mind that it only goes up to 10 and then you see an 11, it's like, we're off the charts. This is like drastic action needs to be done now. Like, <laughs> But yes. So let's go into what the air quality health index is. And so this is an index that we use here in Canada as a guide for the air quality. And I will just say, I am not an expert on this. I'm not, I don't know, a meteorologist. I'm also not a veterinarian. So just take that with, you know, that kind of context that this is all from my own research. Be sure to do your own research, talk to your own vet and that sort of a thing if you are also dealing with wildfire smoke issues. So the air quality health index, it kinda has some different levels. So it has low risk, moderate risk, and high risk, very high risk. So low risk is one to three. And in this area, air quality is considered good and health risk is minimal. So if it's a one, two, a three, I don't care. It's probably clean, fresh air. We're good to go. I can push my horse as hard as he's phys physically able to be going at. And yeah, like good to go. Next one is moderate risk. So this is four to six. This is where air quality is acceptable. But again, going back to some of those maybe more at risk groups of people and horses in this case, 
when we're at moderate risk, you might want to consider maybe dialing back exercise or just keeping an eye on things. Like the air quality is acceptable, but you know, just be aware to monitor. Again, looking for any deviation from what we consider normal in that particular horse. The next category is high risk. So this is seven to, to 10. And again, I had mentioned when it hits a seven or higher, I wasn't going to ride. So when we get to seven through 10, air quality is poor and there is a high health risk, especially with those with pre-existing respiratory or cardiovascular conditions. It's, limit, it's recommended that you limit outdoor activities and stay in well-ventilated areas. So my horse, Diesel, he is four. I wouldn't consider him a young horse. He's just in that category that isn't considered at risk. But that being said, he is a performance horse and I am throughout the course of his life going to expect him to really physically exert himself. And so I want to minimize lung damage as much as possible so that he has a long, very healthy and fruitful career. So that's why my cutoff of seven is there because yes, he's not in that pre-existing condition at risk population, but I want him to be as healthy as possible for as long as possible. And so just taking that more risk adverse stance and saying, no, we're not gonna ride now is, that was what I was comfortable with for my particular horse. Junior, I will just say, so Junior's 23. He is a very much a senior horse. No exercise for him. Even in like the four to six range where it was a moderate risk, he is considered an at-risk group. No exercise for Junior during this week of smoke. And then the final one was the very high risk. So this is when we are 10, above 10. So this is where my 11 came in the other day. So air quality is extremely poor and there's a very high health risk for everyone. Outdoor activities should be avoided and individuals should stay inside as much as possible. So yeah, I walked over to the barn on the morning that we were at an 11 and it was, I could feel it in my lungs. It was not pleasant. I could not take a full breath. I did not work my horses. I brought Diesel into the barn and just kind of did a little bit of brushing him, cleaning up his feet, trimming him up a bit, but like no physical activity at all. It is not worth, again, putting any horse or human for that matter, matter at potential risk for lung damage. Like I can forego one or two rides during this period of time in the name of my horse's health and my own health. Like I breathe too when I ride. And so yes, putting health first and foremost above whatever training or performance goals I have, like we will get back to it when the conditions outside improve. I do want you to keep in mind that this air quality health index that I've been talking about. This is what we use in Canada. So there are different air quality index indices that different countries and different regions use. So be sure to like look into what is used where you live and be sure to talk to your vet about at what point should you not be riding your horse. So for me, 
it started off that my coworker's son's baseball team didn't play when it was a seven or higher. I thought, okay, that sounds like a good idea. But now that I've done more research, I see that, no, that's actually, that's good advice. So yeah, for me, a seven, not riding. And that's just what I'm using for my horse. It is not a recommendation for you, but it is a reference that maybe you can take to your vet and say, hey, is this something that I should consider as well with my own horse? So there are ways to, if it is smoky, even if it's below a seven, there are strategies that you can implement to make sure that any damage or health issues that smoke might cause are minimized or potentially eliminated. The first one would be just monitoring the air and you know not physically exerting your horse when it is beyond a certain level. That's kind of where I would start is just monitoring where things are at. The next thing would be to limit outdoor activities. So I know this is a little bit difficult because we own horses, they're very large, most of them are outside. If you do have the luxury of being able to keep your horse in a well-ventilated barn or just, you know, if you are gonna ride, riding inside as opposed to outside, definitely consider that. Again, even if it's not at a point where you're really, really concerned about the air, if it is, if there is smoke in the air, consider limiting how much you're doing outside. And then that bleeds into keeping your horse in well-ventilated areas. So yes, if you have access to a well-ventilated barn and a well-ventilated riding arena, by all means, take advantage of that. Unfortunately, in my case, I, I have a barn. It's not well-ventilated and I don't keep my horses in it because the air in it is terrible and I only have access to an outdoor riding arena. So I was definitely limited in both of these strategies, but Definitely, if you are in a position where you can use things like that, use them during this time. Make sure that you're providing your horse with clean water. So this is something that I have noticed this week. I do keep my water troughs clean, but as the week has progressed, the water has actually turned like a reddish color. And I'm, pretty, I, I'm assuming it's from the smoke. It has... There's no rust, it's a brand new water trough. There's no reason it would rust, but the water has turned red. So definitely pouring that out and getting fresh water in there. You wanna make sure that your horse is drinking as much as possible, just keeping them hydrated and all that good stuff by providing them with fresh, clean water at all times. And in hand with that would be to just make sure you're providing also high quality forage. So my horses are kind of on a hybrid of grass and hay at this point as we kind of transition into summer and so they've got good quality forage we're just making sure yes that they're getting the best that they need because obviously other parts of their body are stressed we don't need their digestive system to be stressed as well and we want them to be getting as many micronutrients as possible just to keep them healthy overall as I've said many times already, talk to your vet. You can do all the Google research, you can listen to all the podcasts and watch all the YouTube videos like this one about what you should do with your horse when it's smoky outside, but the one person that you should be listening to is your vet because your vet is gonna know 
what exactly is going on in your area. They're gonna know your specific horse, what you guys have going on, and will be the best professional to listen to to get the most accurate advice for your specific situation. So I feel like that should go without saying, talk to your vet, please. <laughs> Google is a great resource, but it can only go so far. It can provide great general guidelines, but nothing replaces actually talking to your vet. Another thing is minimizing exposure to dusty con conditions. So on top of it being super smoky here, it's also very, very dry. And so like I can be just walking my horse in the arena and it's kicking up a ton of dust. So try as, as much as you can to minimize your horse's exposure to dust because that's just gonna be another compounding thing that is attacking their lungs that they do not need during this time. So that is one reason I don't keep my horses in the barn is because it is dusty. And I feel like if I was keeping them in there, like their lung health would go downhill very, very quickly. So I don't need to compound that on top of the issues that the smoke might be already causing. And of course the last thing, and this one, sucks and we all want to avoid it as much as possible, but consider evacuating. So there are some Albertans who have unfortunately been forced to evacuate their homes. Some people have lost their homes from the wildfires at this point, but it's something to consider. If you have the ability to temporarily relocate your horse to a place where the air quality is better, definitely consider that. I know it's not something that we want to do, something that is, it's not convenient by any means, it's terrible, but I mean, this situation just sucks all around when it comes to wildfires. So if need be, consider evacuation. Like I said, temporary, like this is not gonna go on forever, but if you can temporarily extract your horse from that terrible environment, then it might be worth the, a bit of, you know, logistical issues that you might come across with having to deal with that. Like definitely put your horse's health first. If they need to be evacuated and placed somewhere else temporarily, definitely do whatever you need to do to get that done. And then we come to the whole question of my horse is dealing with the negative impacts of smoke inhalation, smoke exposure. What do I do? So again, broken record here, call your vet. <laughs> call your vet, see what they say. The vet can offer various modalities to help your horse out that may or may not be necessary depending on the extent of your horse's exposure and their negative reaction to that exposure. So a vet might prescribe various things. Um, they might give them like an IV fluid. They might give them some respiratory related drugs. They might use a nebulizer on your horse. Um, different things that they might do. They might do, you know, run some blood tests and just, just to see what's going on. So that's going to be like the high level thing. Your horse is really struggling. You're going to have to pay your vet to fix this health issue that they now have, which is unfortunate. But again, you don't want to just watch your horse suffer and hope they get better. Like I would err on the side of calling your vet and if they get a clean bill of health, great. If not, then the vet can, 
then utilize those strategies that they have in their toolkit to help your horse recover. Another thing you can do for a horse that is dealing with the result of smoke inhalation or exposure is just give them time to recover. Um, it can actually take four to six weeks for your horse to heal from any airway damage that might have been caused by smoke inhalation. So ideally you would just give your horse that time off during this time. If you try to exercise them or ride them, that can actually aggravate their condition and just delay the healing process and might cause the road to recovery to exponentially increase from weeks to months. And I get that four to six weeks sounds like a really long time to just sit and wait for your horse to get better. Especially for someone like me in Alberta, my window of really good riding conditions outside is very, very limited from like May till the end of October. Like that's a short window and I wanna capitalize it, capitalize on that as much as possible. But again, we have to put your horse's health well-being at the forefront. Like what is the best for their health? If they need to be off for four to six weeks, I'd rather do that than ride them, aggravate their condition, and then have to have them out for an indefinite period of time or like cause permanent lung damage to them, which I would feel so bad if I was like, could not stay off my horse and cause permanent damage. Like I would feel absolutely terrible if I did that. So I know this is all not ideal, like, None of us are enjoying the smoke. I'm very fortunate that my home is nowhere near the wildfires that are going on in Alberta. So I just wanna say my prayers, my thoughts go out to all the families and businesses that have had to evacuate or who have lost their properties due to the wildfires. Um, my heart definitely goes out to you guys. Um, and yeah, horse owners, put your horse's health first and foremost try to just take preventative measures as much as you can. And then if your horse does end up having some negative health consequences, err on the side of caution, pull out the big guns, talk to your vet, get help that way. Um, there is rain in the forecast here in Alberta for this week. So we will hopefully see a decrease in the out of control fires and the smoke that is in the air so that life can get back to a little bit of normal. So if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. I'm at Strong in the Saddle pretty much anywhere. And until next time, remember, it's always a good day to ride.